Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. I say welcome back because we haven't been with you for like 48 hours. I mean, we go Monday through Friday. So I'm just welcoming you back as if this is an extension of when we left you on Friday. You got the intro wrong. The wrong words, didn't you? No. I thought you were welcoming Mace back. I. Yeah. It, it is a broad welcome back. Our listeners are loyal. We are just welcoming you back to your standard 4 o'clock appointment. What? Nothing. It's just, I think it's a very nice bit of uh, terminology gymnastics. It's not. To just I'm say welcoming you, everybody back. Yes. I'm welcoming everyone back. But you never ordinarily say welcome back on a Monday. Right. Because I wanted to mix it up a little, and I think it's a new meaning. You intentionally mix that up. I want to be more I think it was an. I think it was a little bit of a slip up that you're covering and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that no i think (laughs) it's nice to welcome people into the show welcome people back because there are a lot of people who you know signed off with us on friday and now they're back with us at four o'clock today and i'm just saying welcome back to them so welcome back and welcome back to you made it back in one piece you have a, a wrist brace i'm guessing that's from your carpal tunnel but you are a bachelor for the rest of the week is yeah that, okay i'm yeah my thanksgiving is going to be spent on my own well, we had th- we actually had Thanksgiving yesterday in Wisconsin. Good. Was it we- good? It was good. What'd you eat too much of? Sweet potato casserole. All right. How's that made? Let me guess. The the marshmallows on top? Yes. Okay. That's My your- daughter loves it. She went back for three helpings. Wow. And as I told her, I said, the best part about sweet potato casserole is like you get your dessert twice. You right. get a dessert during the meal with a casserole, and right. then you get your pumpkin pie or whatever for dessert. It was pumpkin pie for me. Yeah. With Cool Whip. Kuhip. There you go. You can't have a pie without Kuhip. I will not be having a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner at all. Maybe a turkey sandwich. Really? Yeah. No, no we don't have our kids. It's just mm-hmm. Mandy and I are playing golf. That's what we're doing. And That's We'll make dinner. It's fine. So the golf courses are open on Thanksgiving. The golf course we're going to is open on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. So we have a tea time at about 11. So it's going to be 54 degrees and beautiful. You're going to miss a potential Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle, Andy Dalton quarterback duel. By the way, in that early Thanksgiving game between the the Lions and the Bears. Oh, I'll be taping it then, watching it. Taping it? Yes, I'll be taping it, (laughs) watching it, taking full notes. So I'm ready to talk about it on a show that I will never talk about it on. Time now for the lead. The lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk. Okay, Mace, let's get to a few news and notes before we get to the major news of the day. Um, Bradley Chubb practiced today. Garrett Bowles goes on the COVID list. I would say it's unlikely that he plays on Sunday against the Chargers. Has to have two negative tests 24 hours apart and presumably had his positive test today upon returning just based on the timeline of it. With that. Portland Sutton, armed with a new four-year contract extension for $60 million, $35 million signing bonus. This comes on the heels of just a few days ago. Tim Patrick getting a contract extension as well. Wide receiver position is a dependent position. Did it make sense to sign both Sutton and Patrick to long-term deals? Well, we look over the horizon on this program, right? It makes sense if you have 
a plan at quarterback, and the plan is basically two different paths here. And you know what plan, they both have in common? That they're going to have to sacrifice multiple first-round picks to pull it off. You got it. And so either either you're sta- either you're picking a quarterback next spring, and in order to get the quarterback you want, perhaps Matt Corral out of Mississippi you are probably having to sacrifice your 2023 first-round pick to move up to be in position to get him. So, in other words, there's your two first-round picks for the next two years used in that quarterback. Or, and I think plan A, plan A is trade for a top-shelf veteran. Plan A is Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. And that would require sacrificing at least the same amount of draft capital, plus more. And make no mistake, at the very least, back-channel discussions have already been had with the Packers. There's been nothing to have back-channel discussions with the Seahawks. These have been front-channel because I'm sure they had conversations before the trade deadline, and I'm sure they've had conversations since the trade deadline. There's nothing wrong with talking about this right now. Nothing can be executed, but I think that, and I'm not suggesting a framework is in place, but at the end of the day, it's going to cost you a pair of ones and a pair of twos. And right now, going into this draft, the Broncos have a first-round pick, two second-round picks. I think in a perfect world, if the Broncos are going to do something, what they would like to do, first-round pick this year, second-round, or next year, 2022. First-round pick in 2022, second-round pick in 2022, a second-round pick in... I don't know, uh, 2023, and maybe a first-round pick in 2024. I don't think that's going to fly. I don't think that will get it done. I think it'll take the first-rounder in 2025. I'm sure. I am sure that it will. The value of picks declines the farther out the draft is. So every team is going to prefer the 23 first-rounder to the 24 first-rounder. It will be two firsts, two seconds in consecutive years, minimum, depending on what kind of interest there is, which there will be a lot, in Russell Wilson. The only thing that does concern me is his agent came out with a list of teams that Russell would go to, and the Broncos are not on the list. But that could change depending on if they make a new coach hire and who that is. If it's Dan Quinn or Daryl Bevel, that is something that could change Russell Wilson's mind. With that, with these signings, what message does this send to the locker room? Sends, Sends the message that if you do well, you're going to be rewarded which is basically kind of the opposite of the message that was setting in 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 the last years of John Elway. There was some thought as the 2010s progressed that if he did well, it wouldn't matter. They were going to spend the money elsewhere. They were going to make the big investment in, for example, Jawan James in the spring of 2019 rather than investing in players that were currently on the team. It's these two moves, Patrick and Sutton, and then you stack – Shelby Harris and Justin Simmons in the spring on them. Simmons and Pat, Simmons and Sutton, same draft, 2018, second and third round picks. Or, or not same draft, but uh, same, same day. One was on day two of 2016, one was on day two of 2018. And Shelby Harris and Tim Patrick, they were cut. They bounced around. They were both reserve future signees at one point, and they blossomed and they got rewarded. I think it's too strong of a statement to say the Broncos got a home count dis- discount. With Sutton and Patrick. Yes, uh, they probably would have commanded a little bit more on the open market. But you brought up John Elway. I think the difference between John Elway and George Payton is this. John Elway would have said to at least one of these wide receivers, let's see what the market says about you. Kind of like back in uh, 
He's, he in did the, that in, how, in 2016 with Malik Jackson, Derek Wolf, same position. Did the same Dane Trevathan and Brandon Marshall. They didn't bring both of them back. It was one or the other at linebacker. In the end, they probably should have gone with Trevathan. He ended up having more staying power. He was Elway was always the guy. I'm not going to sign anybody too soon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it all play out. I want to see everything on the table. I'm not going to bet on the come, and I'm going to let the market decide what you are worth as opposed to George Payton, who says, I am going to bet on the come a little bit, and I'm going to reward my guys, and I want guys to see it, which is a good thing because the guys in the locker room do see this. And I'm sure it is seen around the NFL that George Payton will reward his guys who play well, work hard, good teammates, good leaders, so on and so forth. And there's another thing that was, I think, a flaw in uh, John Elway's thinking in the way he went about this, that – the, the players only got more expensive as time went on. It's like airline tickets for the most part. Right. If you see a good if you see a good fare and you're traveling in get a month it. and a half, get it. do it right then and there. It's not going to get cheaper in the next six weeks. Well, barring an injury. Right. And that's the, really and that's the, and that's the risk that you're taking. Kind of like Michael they, Porter they Jr. who we'll yes. talk about next. We'll get into that. But yeah. at the same time, with Cortland Sutton and then... One of the rare examples where they did kind of get out ahead, that was Chris Harris Jr. back in 2014. You had two players that were about roughly a year removed from torn ACLs. So I would say, did you get a little bit of a discount on Cortland Sutton? You could say you did. Sutton gets that certainty. He gets the life-changing money. And if, God forbid, something happens and he has another ACL injury, yeah, the Broncos are going to be kicking themselves, but Cortland Sutton is going to be feeling pretty good that he signed that contract that has $34.9 million guaranteed, sets him up for life. At the end of the day, I believe George Payton does have a plan. And to your point, it's plan A and plan B. Mm-hmm. We're going to go hard after either Russell Wilson. Probably Russell Wilson is the number one choice. Yes. I understand the way that... Aaron Rodgers threw the ball yesterday, and he's thrown it throughout his career. But in terms of age and everything else, I'm guessing they will target Russell Wilson. Wouldn't With- surprise me at all if Rodgers actually retires in the coming offseason. Why do you say that? Just just a general gut feeling about kind of his demeanor about things. It's a, I think it wouldn't surprise me if he walks away. Okay. With that, plan B is going to be drafting someone. The criticism will come. When people say you should have drafted Fields or Mac Jones, and now you've just given up two first-round picks for a guy who arguably, at least in potential, will not be as good as the two guys you could have had. But what if you like one of these guys more than Fields or Mac Jones? You might. But what if you, you like Matt Corral more? And it's possible you might. It's possible they might like Matt, Matt Corral more. Matt Corral will likely be the number one quarterback taken off the board. What makes you so sure the Broncos are going to get him? Kind of like if they wanted Justin Herbert, why not just trade up to get him? They would have to sacrifice quite a bit in draft capital. There you go. So the argument against Peyton would be, we don't know if Matt Corral is going to be better than Mac Jones or Justin Fields, who, by the way, is injured. The thing is, is that you're going to be giving up a ton to take a risk on a quarterback who might be a bigger risk than Fields or Jones. That depends on your perspective, of course. But you know the way 
there's going to be a run on quarterbacks. I understand the talent doesn't label four or five guys to be in the first round. But four or five guys will go in the first round. You when all got said it. And, done. And, and there will be teams ahead of the Broncos, much higher up. Five and five record sounds great. Five wins is not good with seven games to go if you want to be a top 10 team. Unless you lose out. So the further, the more you win, the more you're paying. In terms of draft value. You yes. got it. So if Matt Corral is their guy, they're going to have to make a Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs type of deal in which the Chiefs gave up a ton in order to draft Patrick Mahomes. But if they have a conviction on him or Kenny Pickett or any or any of these guys available, then it behooves them to make the deal if the veteran route hasn't worked out. But that's, 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 that's plan the, A. The veteran route is plan A. But you're going to know whether that has resolved itself by probably March. We'll have an idea on that. And, and, and then if that route hasn't resolved itself, and I know this may pe- give people the shakes, don't be surprised if they re-signed Eddie Bridgewater and he becomes right. a bridge quarterback. And that would be totally fine. Coming yes. up after the break... Um, I think, if, if I heard you correctly, you were far more in favor of signing MPJ to that max deal more than I was. I was completely against it. Over the course of weeks, I can't believe, I don't want to use the word convinced you because you think for yourself, but you saw the way MPJ was playing. Now I suppose we know why he was playing the way he was playing. Did Tim Conley make a colossal mistake, a a move that could shake this franchise for the next five years. And he's done so many good things. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. I know it feels like spring or summer around here. Heck, next week on December 1st, it's supposed to be 63 degrees. But trust me, it will get colder. So how is your furnace doing right now? With that, highly recommend you go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Buddy of mine needed a new furnace. He went with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. He saved thousands of dollars going with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Got the best equipment out there, Rudd Products. Also, when you go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air, you're going to get a 10-year parts and labor warranty, whole home air duct cleaning, a whole home humidifier, five-year complete maintenance, a smart thermostat, including installation, and you're going to get a seven-day vacation voucher to one of 4,500 incredible destinations. This is a real offer. My buddy just got it. I have worked with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air as well, and they gave me a great deal as well. And I couldn't have been any happier. See why they have over 500 five-star Google reviews. Go to MightyPH.com. Time now for the buzz. 
The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Well, MPJ has looked off all season. Now we probably know why. MPJ dealing with a nerve issue in his back. He's already had two back surgeries, and this particular situation could jeopardize his season with that i want to look out for a minute or or do you actually you know what let's start it off with this season then let's look five years out because remember his extension hasn't kicked in yet so we're looking at a five full years as for this season jamal murray when he comes back maybe march is this season an absolute wash it's a wash for them being a title con- being a title contender. Yes, are, are they a playoff team? They're probably still a, a fringe play. They're still a fringe playoff team, even without Michael Porter Jr. with Jamal Murray coming back. Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, they're enough to carry this team to somewhere between the six and the eight seed. Of course, the key would be getting the six seed. Seven through ten means that you're in the playoff, leading into the playoff that you're going to, to try to avoid. Can can they hang around enough to be in position to get the sixth seed by the end of the year? I think so, but barely. It 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 feels like about a, a forty six and thirty six type of season incoming. Yeah, which I, is which is which is fringe playoffs, right? I was not, how do I put this? I thought Tim Conley made a mistake signing MPJ to that max deal. And you were alone on that hill. Oh, no question. I was. And this isn't, hey, I told you so. This was a guy who had two back surgeries, drop foot issue, all kinds of issues. Um, They paid him. They paid. Tell me where, where this is true. Tell me where this is true. In all your years covering sports, you give a guy a max deal based on two and a half months worth of work because that's what they got out of Michael Porter Jr. They saw what he did for the final two and a half months of the season and gave him a max deal. That was my entire point. You had two more years to give him a max deal, but you had to take care of your family right now. Tim Conley. It felt good. Listen. Sometimes you do, and and sometimes you do moves because they they feel good, even if they're not the they're not the wisest course of action. Tim Conley made the right move drafting Jokic, giving him a max deal. Made the right move drafting Murray, giving him the max deal. But with Jamal Murray, despite his inconsistency, did it over the course of years, not two and a half months. And Jamal Murray did play through injury in his rookie season and was still pretty good. And I'll say something that isn't popular, and quite frankly, I don't care if you agree with me or not because what I'm saying is a fact. Because people in the Nuggets organization, some people in the Nuggets organization believe this because they've said it to me. They believe Michael Porter Jr. is just soft. Period. End of story. Period. He is soft. Although we see with a nerve issue in his back, maybe he's actually injured. No, I'm not suggesting he's not injured. I'm saying in general, even when he is healthy, he is soft. 
He is not a gamer like Jokic. Has he ever been truly healthy, though? Because this whoa, is whoa, 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 whoa. You just opened a Pandora's box yes. if the answer is yes. It, and then they gave him a max deal. Yes, and that's true. Because if wow. he hasn't been, that, that's a double-edged ha- sword that's going to cut been, your head off. If he hasn't been truly healthy, then, why did you, then you shouldn't have given him the deal. Right. They based this on two and a half months. Two and a half months. And now he's potentially looking at a third back surgery. And we're talking about nerve damage. This isn't like it's a slip disc. This isn't like Peyton Manning, where it's potentially fixable. Nerves are tricky. And now you know what we potentially have? We have Jokic, who's in the prime of his career. Murray, when he comes back, in the prime of his career. And if MPJ doesn't turn out to be the guy that Tim Conley and Josh Kroenke hoped he would be, they have an albatross around their neck that we haven't seen since the Rockies signed Mike Hampton. And at least in baseball at the time, you didn't have a, sal- a salary cap or a luxury tax. Right. The only, lo- the only losers were ownership at that point. That's right. Because, oh, you could just spend, go spend more if you really want to. In this case, you have... You have fixed costs that you can't go over, and if you do, and you can go over a certain degree, but then you're in the luxury tax threshold. That's, and they're only going to go but so far into that into that area. I mean, this Nuggets team, this, the, and you've paid Aaron Gordon as well, right? You have pay, you've as, paid Will Barton as uh, as Norman Dale said in Hoosiers, this is your team, right? And your team right now includes two of your three max contract guys on the shelf. Right. So what you basically have is you want to improve your team, maybe your bench. Well, the bench hasn't been very good this year. You better nail the draft. Well, that's, that's, your, that's but, your only option. But that's what Tim Connolly's been good at. So he good has. for him. Good for him. He's been very, very good in the draft. That might be his saving grace. But at the end of the day, when guys get good, you got to pay them. And for the next... Five and a half years, if MPJ is a 12-point-a-game guy moving forward, what are you going to do to try and get help? You can't because a third of it is socked up into one guy. And, oh, by the way, Jokic's contract is, what, coming up in a couple of years, three, four years, mm-hmm. right? You're going to want to keep him. Jamal Murray, eventually he's going to have a contract coming up. And you're going to be stuck with it. It was a bad move to begin with. I never understood what the rush was to sign a guy with two years to go. Why were you in such a hurry? Why not? Instead of looking at two and a half months of basketball and saying, man, I'm going to bet on. And listen, I respect guys who want to bet on the come. Like George Payton. He's betting on the come with Tim Patrick, but he's had two really good seasons in a row. Cortland Sutton has proven himself. It's kind of like giving Tim Patrick a deal after six games. We're going to re-sign this guy, man. After six games, we know that he's going to be a player. That would have been foolish too, Right? But when you, how many months are a season? Six? Plus two, playoffs. Two months, right? And then you have, to, so you have two months of a basketball season, two and a half months, six months as a 30-year season. That's roughly five, six games for an NFL player. How ridiculous would that sound? 
But you were signing. I mean, you're signing on the whole season and the upgrade that he had late in the season. I know you're distilling it down two and a half months, but you'd seen you'd seen him in the bubble in the playoffs the previous year. You'd seen him start for most of the season last year. In fact, it, one of the reasons why they gave him the deal probably was because he did make it through last season by his standards healthy. Wow. You could have had two more seasons to see if that was an aberration or if it was real. By the way, to look down, look on the horizon, do you know how much money the Nuggets have tied up in Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Aaron Gordon in the 2024-2025 season? Uh, You know what? Can I guess? Yes. It's a very scientific guess. Yes. A lot. A little over $93 million. What's the cap again? (laughs) What's the cap? It's uh, let's see here. Well, What's cap MPJ, today? M- MPJ's thirty four sixty eight. I believe it's. I believe the cap is going to be about uh, about one hundred and forty million or thereabouts. Well, they still have some money. Yeah, they can. Yeah, basically, all the rest of the money is going to have to go to Jokic. Yep. And then and then and then you have Bones Bones Highland is the only other guy under contract beyond Murray, MPJ, and Gordon for 24, 24, 2025. I know that's really on the horizon here, but that's the sort of thing that you're going to have to think about. I mean, the way this is trending toward is you sacrificing draft picks or some other valuable capital if to get the contract off your books at some point. But even that moment is for the, the ability to, to capably do that is four years out. Here's here's the sad thing about this. Tim Conley, to me, is one of the top three GMs in the league. I know he's the team president. GMs in the league. I'll just put it in those terms. Almost every move he makes is fantastic. Jokic, Murray, uh, trading for Aaron Gordon, bringing in Monty Morris, trading for Will Barton. He's done so many good things. So many good things, right? But you know what? This could be his Bill Buckner moment where Bill Buckner had a great career and then boom, this is what he's remembered for. And Tim Connolly's a great guy. And man, is he a, is he a great talent evaluator. But this one could come back to haunt him big time. And the thing is, you're remembered more for the negative than the positive. Right. The same philosophy that led him to lock up Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic might just bite him. The, the two biggest boneheaded moves, and that's way too strong of a term. If you want to look at Tim Conley mistakes, they're truly minor by comparison to a lot of other GMs around the league. Trading Malik Beasley, you could make the case that was a pretty big mistake. Trading Evan Fournier. That was considered a mistake, or at least I do. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when you look at all the good things he's done, those two moves get completely washed out because all the great things he's done. Right. But the signing of Michael Porter Jr., two years before his contract was up, and maybe the thinking is this, the price of max contracts is going to go up, so we'll bet on the come with Michael Porter Jr. I get it. But at the end of the day, you're talking about a guy who has a history of injuries. And oh, by the way, you gave him the deal, even though he was injured throughout the majority of the playoffs last year. So he was dealing with injuries as recently as the playoffs last year. How could you not see this coming? Don't tell me, you know, like at a car dealership, you gave him an 80-point safety inspection. 
Come on. The guy was injured in the playoffs last year. As recently as the playoffs. So, no, he was not healthy for the final three months of the season. He was injured in the playoffs and needed daily treatment. So you think, daily. Do you think maybe this is a, a failure of the medical staff, too? I don't know. I don't know. It's worth asking. Sure is. Coming up after the break, we're going to do our Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty Calcade and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. I think we can agree one of the big reasons why Peyton Manning came here, amongst many, was the young players on offense. Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, Julius Thomas, no Sean Marino. As the Broncos court a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers, do the Broncos currently have more offensive weapons than what Manning had when he came here? That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman, Mason. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman, if you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public. Go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, Mace. Uh, every Monday on the show, we do the uh, Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Calcade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. I think many people know Peyton Manning came here for a lot of reasons. One of them, young players on the team. On offense, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, Julius Thomas, Sean Marino, and Ryan Clady. If you were a free agent quarterback or a guy who could be traded, like a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers, when you look at Sutton, Patrick, Judy, Hamler, Fant, Albert O, Javante Williams, and Garrett Bowles, which set is better? It's a good question. Well, thank you. It's been on this I on know. the show notes all day, and, good, and now you now you're repeating my question to think about your answer. I'm still thinking about. You know what? I, my question then would be: Who's coaching? Good question. And, I'm just talking. And, and, I'm yeah. talking about talent. So let's not get sidetracked. I'm talking about talent. The reason why I will say that it was a little bit better back at the time that Peyton Manning came is Ryan Clady was a better tackle. No question. Than Garrett Bowles no was. No question. Demarius Thomas, even though it was just a glimpse, he'd already shown that he could be a productive high-level receiver, even with Tim Tebow throwing in passes. Mm -hmm. You also had Willis McGahee coming off the Pro Bowl season mm -hmm. at running back. Mm -hmm. I'd say I'd give the edge to when Peyton Manning got here, but slight. I'll give the edge to this crop because when you look at Demarius Thomas through his first 43 games, only has 200 and I believe 96 yards more than Cortland Sutton. And and more than a few of those games came with Peyton Manning, right? But he remember he ha he basically was 
a non-factor as a rookie, and then for much of his second season when he was coming back from injury, but then you saw down the stretch of 2011, he was one of the most productive receivers in the league. Like I know we, but, we got that glimpse. We but, knew, but but, what but, he D, could be. but but DT made up those numbers by playing with Peyton Manning. With that, Jerry Judy to me is just as talented as Demarius Thomas. Just as talented as Demarius Thomas. But if you want to give it to DT, that's fine. Because Cortland Sutton or Eric Decker, that's a no-brainer. That's an absolute no-brainer. As far as running back, I like Willis McGahee, and I like Sean Marino, who was, who was at one point relegated to the practice squad. I'll take Javante Williams. There's no doubt I would take Ryan Clady over Garrett Bowles. And that's a big thing, blindside protector. That's huge. I gotcha. And you know what? Julius Thomas developed into a really good player. But you didn't know what he was then. That's right. Tight end's an advantage right now. Okay. Well, you know what? what you know. But here's the thing. When you throw in Patrick, when you throw in Patrick, and then you throw in Hamler, the depth is crazy. Now, Hamler, I think, is not somebody you're, you're counting on at this point. You may not. I'm just saying the depth. The, the top-end players may be with Manning. But when you look at the overall depth, I'll take the current guys. Guys, what do you think? How much does the rest of the offensive line matter in this as well? Well, let's say they bring in Russell Wilson. He's not like Peyton Manning where he's really good at making his offensive line look good. Let's be perfectly honest here. If anything, he kind of sometimes makes his offensive line look a little bad. Right. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, makes his offensive line look, look very good. good. Right. Just like Manning, just like Drew Brees, just like the elite of elite quarterbacks. And I'm not suggesting Russell Wilson is not. He's one a of different those guys. kind of elite. Yep. That that's the thing. They're different skill sets that they have to him. Russell Wilson is a play extender. Russ, Russell Wilson, a big benefit if you bring him in, will be to Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton when they break off their routes and kind of improvise a bit because Wilson's going to give them a little bit longer than almost any quarterback will. He will buy, he will buy time. The other thing, though, but again, you can't ignore coaching in all this, and John Fox and his staff, you put them above Vic Fangio and his staff right now. No John, John Fox, as in, in as he in the Foxism, he had skins on the wall. He'd been to a Super Bowl. You knew you knew that you were getting good leadership from him. That's something that that is that is currently lacking right now. And then it becomes a question: Who do you hire? If it's a, a Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn has a very similar resume to John Fox. Believe it or not, right. got to a Super Bowl and lost. Yep. Rebuilt a team. But, but here's the thing. He knows how important a Kyle Shanahan offense is, so right. he's going to probably wind up hiring a Kyle Shanahan guy. By the way, just to take a step back, and then we need to hit a break. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers would be fine with a Kyle Shanahan guy, for example. Say it again? I said Aaron Rodgers would be fine with a Kyle Shanahan type I, of guy. I'm sure he would. Yes. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a step back, and then we need to uh, move forward and, and you know get to Mountain High Plants just in case you missed it. Peyton Manning just went into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the first line under his name is. But you know what I think it should be? What? Not stats, not Super Bowls, not anything. You know what it should be? What? He made Adam Gase look good. Ooh. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? 
Colorado Avalanche in action this evening at Ball Arena. And also, we are probably going to be getting spring football in 2022. The quality of that football remains to be seen, but there should be eight teams that are playing next spring in the uh, USFL. We'll talk about that on the other side right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us at You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, want to tell you about Rocky Mountain Eurosport in Denver and in Parker. Having a dream car and making it a reality, it's possible if you go to Rocky Mountain Eurosport in Denver and in Parker. You're not working with some big dealership that's going to be selling you volume. This is an intimate car buying experience. And listen, everybody deserves a luxury car if you want it right now. If you're not into a luxury car, no problem. You could do foreign, you could do, mes- do domestic, and if of course, you could do a luxury ride as well. With that, I want to bring in the owner of Rocky Mountain Eurosport, my guy Josh. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Eric. How about yourself? Man, we are hearing a lot about supply chains in the news these days. What is the current market? What is the temperature right now in the pre-owned market? It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Obviously, there's with the supply chain, there's parts that are back ordered. So on average, it's probably taken us about two weeks to get through recon versus a week. Um, recon being reconditioned, getting the cars ready for sale. And uh, we, I was talking to a couple of my friends that are at new car stores, and they were telling me that the, the chip supply is not getting any better. So uh, we're thinking it's probably going to be first quarter, second quarter easing next year. Um, but uh, in the meantime, inventory is crazy. There are bidding wars at the auction. Uh, right now, if you're looking to trade or consign a car, which we're happy to do, by the way, uh, it's the best time to do it. There, there's crazy values in the used car market. And that's what I was going to ask you, because I hear from a lot of people, now is the worst time to buy a pre-owned car. Because of what you do, you're saying it's still a very good time, don't you think? It is, because, I mean, it's it's one of those things you're going to get top dollar down the road, and, and you're going to be able to, you know, get a quality vehicle that, that not new car prices, because new cars are going for anywhere from five to ten grand over sticker right now, right? Um, which is crazy, because that, that market's inflated. The inflation in the prices, it's it's going to come crashing down at some point, um, but the used car is going to hold pretty pretty strong, because the new car volume is going to take a while to pick back up, even as the chips come back in and they start putting cars out. You're not going to see dealers with thousands of cars on their lot at any time anymore, uh, so I think it's a great time to both sell, trade, you know, consign, or or buy a used car. By the way, I think you of all people get a kick out of this. You've worked at big dealerships, and you wanted to move to Rocky Mountain Eurosport because, you know, sometimes the big dealerships, not always the best place to work. A friend of mine's friend went to a very big dealer in town. I'm not going to mention their name. They sure. wanted to buy a new car, and the salesperson said, uh, let's say the MSRP on it was 37000 Mm-hmm. They said we will sell it to you for forty thousand, 
And she said, why are you charging me $3,000 more? And the salesman's answer, and this is a quote, was, because we can. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I, I, Like I said, I have friends in the new car world, and I know that some stores even say, if you're not trading a car, if you're not financing, they're not interested. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that uh, it, they're going to take advantage of it while they can. But the nice thing about doing business with us is we have a one-price market. We yep. price the market. I price aggressively. And the price you see is the price you pay, period. With that, I love the way you guys get involved in the community. Last month, you guys were part of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this month, being Thanksgiving, you were part of the uh, turkey drive for the Parker Food Bank. Tell me how those went. Uh, it was amazing. I mean, I got I got the opportunity to meet a lot of uh, breast cancer survivors. We did the walk for breast cancer awareness. We had over 20 teammates go out and do it. Um, Deb Hoffman put that on for us. I'm so glad to have her on the team. But uh, one in eight women will get breast cancer in their life. And uh, so we were able to raise money. We donated based on the cars we sold. We ended up uh, donating almost $7,000 to American Cancer Society. And then, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's the time to be thankful. And unfortunately, especially in, in today's world with you know, everything going on, not everybody gets the the ability to go out and buy turkeys and have a Thanksgiving dinner, so we wanted to give back to the community, so we donated 80 turkeys to the Parker Food Bank. Good for you. You guys are doing great work for the community. You're giving great prices on your cars, despite a crazy time in buying cars. You are being aggressive, as you said, with the way you sell. To go to a lot of places, it is a bad time to buy a car. If you go to Rocky Mountain Eurosport, I can promise you it is a great time to buy, to buy a car. Josh, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, you can find us on our website, www.rmeurosport.com. Uh, you can visit us in Parker or Denver. We're located at the corner of Lincoln and Parker or near the corner of Leedsdale and Monaco. And uh, we'd love to serve you. Josh, have a happy Thanksgiving, my friend. You as well, Eric. Thank you for your time. See you, man. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the United States Football League is bringing back spring football in 2022 after their initial attempt from 1983 to 1986, and they are using the original team names of eight of their teams. They will have the Northern Division with the Michigan Panthers, the New Jersey Generals, the Philadelphia Stars, and the Pittsburgh Maulers. And then a Southern Division with the Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, the New Orleans Breakers, and the Tampa Bay Bandits, which I think is pretty similar to the Buccaneers. But where's the Denver Gold? Where's the Denver Gold? That's what I said. There's no Denver Gold. And and, and, correct. And you know what? The funny thing is, like when the Bandits started, yeah, TBB Buccaneers Bandits. But uh, the reason they have that name is because one of the owners was Burt Reynolds who, of course, was the star in the Smokey and the Bandit movies. That's why they got that name. And even the original kind of wordmark of Bandits was based on what they used for, for the film itself. So you know, it's kind of similar in name, but, diff- but different. The other thing is the Bucks colors of red and pewter with a little bit of orange trim, when they, they changed to that 
about a decade or so after the original Bandits went out of business. So you could say that uh, they were trying to kind of evoke that because they were very popular in Tampa Bay. But got, they're playing at all their games at one site next year, so there are no home games, per se, in this USFL. Danny, it sounds to me like we have a correspondent here for the USFL. He knows more about the USFL than I probably know about the Broncos. I wish there, Hey, I wish Denver had minor league football. I don't. In the spring. I don't. I, I, when the XFL was there, I wanted, I wanted Denver to have a team. Be fun. Fun to cover. Yeah, we've talked about that, Mace, yeah. how the NFL needs kind of its uh-huh. own minor league system, and this probably won't be like that, at least right now, but it could turn into something similar. We saw that with kind of the, uh, what was it, the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, uh-huh. where, where some players broke into the NFL through that. So this could be another opportunity for some guys to get noticed. Absolutely. Just in case you missed it, the Avalanche hosts the Ottawa Senators tonight, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time at Ball Arena. Colorado on a four-game winning streak and in Friday's game against the Seattle Kraken, Kale McCarr and Andre Burakovsky each scored two goals. If you were placing a bet on one of those fellas to score tonight, who are you taking? McCarr. McCarr. If given the choice between those two, I think you're going McCarr all day. Every day, and oh, by the way, Sanders coming in only have nine points at this point in the season, so this should be a win tonight for the Avs. By the way, how come nobody has thought of printing up a T-shirt that says "Dude, where's Makar?" and then have the same stars from the movie with Kale Makar? That's a hell of a dad joke there. No, I'm being serious. No, dude, where's Makar? It's a it's a T-shirt idea. I'm not making it as a joke. Dude, where's Makar? And you, you, I mean, if you could find a way to get the licensing for it, I think thousands of people would buy that, don't you think? It's a pretty good shirt idea, I think. So, if, is Kale Makar going to be on the shirt, or is it going to be the two guy, the two guys from Dude, Where's My Car in there? All of it. And by the yeah. way, DNVR, why don't you do an NIL agreement? I'm sure you guys can figure that out. You already did one with Nate Landman, yeah. so why don't you do one with Nate with uh, with Makar? Not that he needs the money, but maybe he'll partner with DNVR or Mile High Sports. With that, that was Mountain High Appliance. Also, have an NIL deal with Trey McBride too. Of CSU I, had a great season. I, I, any, anything else you'd like to promote for DNVR? No, that's that's good. Would you like to do the live read for Mountain High Appliance? Go, you go ahead. This okay. Is, no, you start. Oh well, th- well, I did. And start again. Okay. Trey McBride. He's Gra- a hell of a player. A gratuitous plug for the DNVR. But you're the one who brought up Nate Landman. I'm sorry, <laughs> I brought. I forgot McBride. Anyway, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store. You can try out the appliances before you buy them, not to mention when you make an, uh, an investment like that. You want to work with the sales staff that can help you find something to fit your budget or design an entire kitchen. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, George Payton met the media today. And boy, did he say something about Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick that make me believe they had to bring these guys back. That's next. Change, change.